welcome to We Didn't Roll For This. Each week, we answer the tabletop player questions that no one realized they needed the answers to. This week, we're going to be talking about healthcare in a magical world. I'm Dustin. And I'm Kaylin. And today we're joined by Antipodean Squid, a really, really, really smart person who we thought we'd get on to make us look better. That's how that works, isn't it? Yes. Uh, hi, Squid. How are you? Welcome. I'm good. You keep you keep adding reallys to how smart you say. Really, really, really. Um, it. I think. I'm pretty sure it makes me look smarter if I'm next to people who are smarter than me. I think. I'm pretty sure that's how that 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 works. Um, <laughs> You're pretty smart, though. Yeah. Yeah. So we we're. Talking how healthcare in a magical D and D world works today. So, where do we start? I, I, I think. Oh man, where do you start? <laughs> well, you get injured, uh, <laughs> ran over by a cart, hit by a dragon. I don't know. Uh, is there medical insurance? I don't think there is. <laughs> okay, so say you are part of the peasantry, and mm-hmm. you get into a bar fight. In the oh, local yeah. tavern, which yes. is likely, what do you do? Where I do think you go? I don't know if you can go anywhere. Well, like, if you're just a bar fight, like your, your life's not in danger, right? Or is it, it? It depends on if you're hit with a bottle or shanked or punched. Okay. Or do you die? So if you're just bruised, you're just fine then, right? Like as you a go peasant, home, you're just like, eh. Yeah, for maybe the, for the sake of argument, bandages? let's say you have a a cut on your face from a bottle. Okay. Mm-hmm. That looks like it needs stitches. Like quite a deep cut. Okay, so it's pretty noticeable. It's going yeah. to be leaving a scar. Um... I don't think you have you necessarily have access to magic as peasantry. I, I think well, it would be very rare that you would unless there was some sort of i don't know um cleric the local cleric yeah well would there would there be a cleric in every town well maybe not ones that have magical powers necessarily would every cleric feel obligated to help every every person well, I would not be going to the dark temple of the Lord Salgvag for healing, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah, was, is, it, like, is a is a church sort of is that an option? Do you go hmm. to the our local churches ch- at that point? Just healthcare facilities. Then we're just like, eh, there's got to be a cleric around here somewhere. Let's go to church. Yeah, and this is aligned with a lot of people from a bar fight I was just in. Hmm. I think there would be home, like, I think there would be probably some kind of local healer or you yourself have healing, but it's not magical because I think that's too expensive. Like poultices and, like, just yeah. herbs? Yes. Well, like, would Bandages, you consider with that, like... A okay. needle, they just, like, yeah. Because then there's, you like, potions. might get an infection. Um. Because potions you can make if you search good enough, right? I mean, at the same time, though, 25 gold pieces for a single potion seems like normal for an adventurer, but... That's a lot that's of money. A, that's a lot of money, <laughs> especially for a bar fight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Would you just be pouring whiskey on your wound and hoping for the best? So just, like, just basic medical care? Yeah. That's what I'm like, imagining. Is, is there the option of a non-magical back alley face face stitcher maybe uh, what <laughs> a face like, stitcher like some random person that <laughs> may or may not have medical training that isn't magical that could stitch up your face and sterilize it i feel like a lot of people are just going to be dying <laughs> well like like is is magic and four, a four hit awesome. point commoner uh <laughs> bleeding out and drunk let's assume that like a bottle does one point of damage punching does at least but like hmm 
so yeah, let's say let's say you go in the back and you get this dude that just stitches your face together. Is that going to be healing you though? Like that's just aesthetics, right? Or that actually heal you? Well, well I think you need to have the, the wounds. Yeah. Do they just measure? Do they cauterize wounds? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, like you can do normal healthcare stuff, but would normal healthcare stuff be? applicable in a world where it's just been overtaken by possible magic like i think it has to be because it's not magical healing and potions are inaccessible to the majority of the population so either people die a lot like a lot a lot from bar fights or there is some kind of basic like medicine well, people don't die, just die from bar fights now. I mean, we have some higher medicine, but I mean, I guess I'm just going bar fights. But like, I guess like, yeah, those those injuries, you're not going to just die you from every one of them. You fall off your horse. You take 1d6 points of damage. That is a four out of six. No, that is a three out of six chance of dying. That's a 50% chance of dying. Yes. Technically. <laughs> It's rough out there if you're a commoner. You fall from more than 10 feet and you have a high chance of just dying. Yeah. Because also, um, if you are out on your farm and you fall off your horse, how quickly can you get medical care? What if you cut Mm. yourself with your scythe while harvesting grain? Yeah. Got a big old cut on your arm. That's what alcohol is for, though, right? Just... Or leg, if it's your leg. So, yeah, I think that, I think, I feel like at home you would have some basic things that people would know. Like you can strap a bandage around, you can rip some cloth and stop Mm -hmm. bleeding. Um, Maybe your mum taught you how to, like, boil stuff to sterilise it. I don't know. How much, like... Without having an education, but just things that are passed on through family. Surely there are things there for basic health things, like, yeah. you know, to a degree. Like, like yeah. wouldn't necessarily be instantly healing, but it's still healthcare. Yeah. I think you would die from appendicitis. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, any, that. yeah, before, before like medical universities were a thing is what I'm Mm-hmm. I, don't think, I I feel like they would exist. I just think they would be, unless you have people mm-hmm. dishing out healthcare for next to no money because they're just, is it just a charitable thing? Most people won't have access to a health patient or anything like that. Hmm. Does no, it, like, yeah. Does it inherently create a two-class system? I think so. Where because the higher classes have access to better healthcare and the low classes mostly die. Yeah. Sounds very you familiar. Just screwed over. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you have money, like, so a peasantry, you get a cold or something that has like a chance of killing you. Mm-hmm. To someone that has money, that is like a 0% chance of dying because you're just going to be able to like get it just cured. Like, yeah. Always, you'll you'll never be sick again, basically. So, because mm-hmm. at that point, like, if you can just pay for any of your problems to go away medically, you just have only healthy rich people and careless, unhealthy poor people, and that's mm-hmm. like a pretty even divide of just like you, you will yeah. not die from disease. You, you could, could die very from easily everything. die from disease. <laughs> Anything could you. Could kill you. <laughs> Anything could kill you at any time. Unless you lived in a place where um, maybe as the peasantry you are valued by whoever is, like, say you lived in um, the grounds of a castle. Like, there's, like, a, a, you know, that kind of situation. Maybe there's slightly better health care there. But what yeah, but if you live in just... You're not going to be spending, like, 25 gold pieces each time someone gets a cut. Yeah, that's true. Like, there's still going to be limits, right? Like Maybe you just have better medical... Maybe a medical, could, medical, Better medical. Um, med kits. Because, <laughs> hmm, what do you think's good? I'm just thinking, what about 
the premise of if you say had a lord that was a cleric Mm -hmm. and wanted to set up a system where these people are working my land and providing my food and providing my gold and my sustainability and Mm -hmm. my taxes i will provide them health care can we start a healthcare cult? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. And so whenever they have something that ails them or they're injured, they just go and heal them. Mm-hmm. It's less of, it's still a feudalistic setup, but it's more of a mutual aid kind of deal than a capitalist one. Okay. So keeping it like open and yeah. like free yeah like but, free healthcare because you work my land but you still need the privilege of being in a place which is essentially it's it's wealthy or rich in that either there is someone there with that skill or the resources to provide that healthcare. <laughs> so there is still a class divide yeah so my, I hmm. this kind of leads into another question I, I had with this topic which was that if you're if you're more educated um, populace is usually you're more wealthy. Like I think the free ed I feel like the free education in a D and D world is not nearly as good as if you can pay for your kids to go to a university or something like that, right? Or yeah. you you have a live in someone scholar or cleric to teach your children. Right. Yep. So, so both knowledge and education and wealth all together. And they have the access to magic for healing. How does that affect the advancement of medicine and medical technology? If the people who need the medical technology because they don't have access to magic mm-hmm. are the less educated than the poorer, it slows it. It doesn't happen. Yeah. So there's no. It gets stuck There's back no there where you use leeches and you use, like, you know, so you rudimentary. So a situation where the privileged would be sending their kids off to university and learning magic and having all of these wonderful ideas of we can make life better by making ourselves more youthful for longer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all of this kind of stuff, whereas the real need is, Oh, can we just not die, please? Yes. Can we have antiseptic? The basics. And <laughs> that yeah. they well, don't see that as an issue because, oh, we magic. fixed that mm-hmm. long ago. Yeah. We use greater restoration that... for everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, that fixes problems, diseases. But would that be too overbearing on the system that supplies it? So could you just basically, I don't know, because, like, Healing magic seems to be the domain of the divine more times out of like six times out of 10, I'll say, because there are mm. some like sorcerers that know it, but it's usually just commonly like divine or paladins or nature mm-hmm. or songs. Bards can do it. Do wizards have access to healing magic through spell books? It's not they on the wizard sp- spell list. Everyone would buy scroll. Yeah. Uh, can someone who knows no magic at all use a scroll, though? I think so. Because it sounds like you could, but I'm also kind of like, I'm uh, not 100% sure. But I guess in a way. Oh, no. Okay. So I, on one hand, I'm like, there are people who have no, no innate magical ability at all, who are educated and wealthy, who may study and further medical technology and advancements but they still Mm -hmm. can rely on magic like they still have access to magic so the only reason they would maybe pursue that is maybe they didn't want to rely on magic or they wanted an alternative perhaps they want to monetize it um so i mean like yeah so what is this spell scrolls innately you have to it has to be on your spell list so you have to be able to know how to cast the spell first and then a wizard doesn't have cure wounds at least maybe later on they might have something that's like it but 
Um, so, so Nikki was saying you may not need yeah. a healing potion. You could heal up over a couple of weeks of rest, but if you could heal instantly, it's such a time resource advantage. But what about diseases and stuff? Like you don't, you can't rest and be cured of diseases. Um, and I'm, I know there's 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 conditions and stuff that are in the mechanics of D and D. But what if you have cancer in a D and D world? I don't think you can slip that off. <laughs> No, not really. Because that would be like a major restoration spell, not even minor. I'm just thinking about what Dustin was saying about how healing spells are in the realm of the the divine. That wouldn't necessarily make them a um, finite resource, except unless if the churches diminish. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like... The ability to have this resource of healing, of convenient healing even, is like reliant on faith being maintained. Yeah. Even if the faith is also not what is, like the faith itself might not be the common interest, but the benefits overweigh the, you know, the, the, the pain. So like a town might be forced into having a church just because they need the resource of dealing with diseases. (laughs) Yeah, like 100%. You would have, there would be a vested interest in maintaining religion and faith-based And you could easily take that in a toxic way, just control, which we kind of talk about with cults. But, like, that's that's such a powerful and horrible, like, like, stance to sit on where it's just like, you need this faith for healing. Yeah. Hmm. This is like... I think anything where there is an entire class which has less access or is disadvantaged in a way where the other class has all of that, it, it's it got this as this major power shift. Like they hold so much over them. Because even, even if someone produced all of that medical advancement and technology that is not magical, are they going to give it out for free? <laughs> like... In in a, in most D&D settings, it is, it is not like a socialist situation. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? That depends on the game itself that's mm-hmm. being played and the world that's being built yeah. and the economics and politics within it. There's, there's no reason why it couldn't be a socialist endeavour, mm. except mm-hmm. that it's been given such high value that we feel this inherent need to pay for it. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Mm. I don't. If, it, I, if it's something they can do from faith and they don't need external resources for, then they don't need to buy anything to do it. They don't need a something of monetary value to perform this act. Yeah. So, yeah. So this would be a group of people who see that they can provide value to the community as a whole. Yeah. Through doctors that. With, doctors without borders. Yeah. Yeah. Without the equipment. Mm. So you'd be able to just go around doing, yeah, like be, being a magical person. Mm-hmm. Sure. Why not? Because there's one thing where it's like, if you are a druid, um, a bard, or a divine soul sorcerer, that's where you could also get your healing without faith involved. So you could just be like, you could have your churches that are like, we focus on healing because that's just part of our divinity. Mm -hmm. But you could just have these select few, like we've done this because our goal is to heal people. Like I'm a druid because I knew I needed to heal people. I'm a bard that does healing because that's the kind of tale I want to spend my life telling is the tale of magic healing. But, like, would that ever become problematic? Where it's like, everyone gets healing, so no one ever has to worry, but then, I don't know, I guess maybe it should never be a problem at that point, if they can just do it. It would have social problems Mm -hmm. as they travelled into certain regions and the Mm -hmm. people there not appreciating them encroaching on their capitalist gains. Oh, going mm-hmm. into places where it's like, this is the alchemy shop, and if you buy my stuff, I'll fix you. But then the people just come in and do it yeah, anyways. Are there, 
there there would be people there who felt like they were entitled to to the healing spells and the potions more than the lower classes the class yeah. classist people um who might have objections to it Don't like you would know you who I am would you get to some town gates and then if you said who you were would you be turned away there probably would be mm. and i i also th- like how many how many of these people will be out there traveling or to do this and accepting that risk. So I think it, it probably exists, it's just still less common and is still less accessible. And how big are they, how big of a group are they travelling in? Because you wouldn't want them travelling alone. Mm. No, yeah, be risky. Because it, it, it almost could just turn into, like, underground healing where it's just like it's, it's a... I think it's over time you would have... Non-magical medicine would develop. It's just going to be so much slower because there's, there's no this other... need to research yeah. it. Mm. Yeah. And it's just so, un- it's just like, even nowadays, like you get a surgery, you're out for a week or two, which for a farmer, that's like living paycheck to paycheck. Even with advanced surgery back then, it might still be like, Months. if we don't have this healing magic, then it's just, we're going to be off a paycheck and, Screwed. I think a lot of people die. Like, there's just so much death. I think also, like, I don't pay a lot of attention to the number of kids people have in campaigns when you come across NPCs, but I feel like they're having way more kids than I've noticed. Oh, yeah. Because they're just going to die. Yeah. You, you just, like... I think that's just how the world was at some point in our yeah. life, too. It's like... Pretty ooh, much. It's kind of just it how it was. My, my husband it or wife happen. might die and, like two-thirds of my children are probably going to die. So let's just have lots of kids while we can. Maybe one of kind them will, of. Become a, will be born with some kind of magic. Yeah, what if it's like, um, you know, instead oh. of like, I've had three boys, I really still want to keep trying for a girl. It's just like I've had, like, like, we've had three mundanes. Let's hope for a magic like, one. What if it's like, you're you, you have like six kids and this is your seventh kid and the seventh kid comes out with devil horns and hooves and you're like fucking sick dude we got an adventure on our hands this will pay us forever <laughs> this is a pro- this is an unta- this is a protagonist guys yeah Are they- <laughs> their lives it's gonna suck but hey we'll be rich yes. the, it'll, racism will ruin their entire feelings but as long as we love them they'll pay us money in the end <laughs> Oh no. oh no! But yes, life's you lottery. See that? The peasant lottery. I like the uh, idea of an underground healing guild. Yeah, I like that too. Like a Robin Hood esque, but not for money, well, but for what health. if? What if it's yeah. like a like a thieves guild, like that just wants the people on their side, and the way they do it is giving them basic health. <laughs> it sounds so dystopian but it kind of that's the idea where it's like we fight for the people's health because the government won't do it and uh yeah that's a lot yeah an underground healings guild yeah going around doing what needs to be done healing people oh that'd be so good though at the same time it'd be so interesting healing. to well, see could what you then go could, because yeah. of the way divinity and gods and stuff work in this world, could you then, like, make pacts so your babies are, like, you know. Like, you, you as a parent, I'm like, I'm too scared to be an adventurer, but, um, you know, maybe, mm. uh, like, can you can you engage your child in a pact at birth? <laughs> like, Living vicariously. Yeah. <laughs> through your that's, kids that's fairly common in folklore isn't it giving away your first oh, in a pact yeah definitely yeah. Just a little goat sacrifice here talk to some voice in the bushes here there mm. next thing you know your child disappears for a day comes back looks the same but not <laughs> <laughs> it's just a changing it's fine yeah um, it's okay it'll grow up until be a hag but your crops will grow well. Uh, you won't get sick as much. That's Everything's cool. Everything's fine. <laughs> oh, man. 
That's true, though. Yeah. So underground healing organization, what kind of problems are you going to face? Because you'll face like the capitalist problems of, you know, you're ruining my business of healing. Mm. Would it be legal? Mm. Oh, I mean, there's a big political thing with like healthcare in our world with some, you know, abortions and stuff like that, where it's yeah, like, do you, do you have to be registered to dispense potions and cast healing magic as a way to control it in your t- in your town or city? You're going to jail, distributing potions without a license. Mm. Yeah, because that's kind of what. Oh man, yeah, because it's like you're not a registered clergy member. That's because it's the same with drugs like, and stuff. Like, yeah, you'd basically be a pharmacy. Yeah, I feel like there has to be some sort of regulation and tax. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, if you're not mm-hmm. paying tax, then they're going to be mad. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Where it's like, if if, they, if you get paid at all for, at all for this. So this then, is the opportunity for the necromancers to sweep in and go look. You're gonna die. <laughs> it's like, it's guaranteed. Me you're not gonna make it past mm, twenty three. <laughs> Crazy, hey, I know. But I can help. Yeah, have I got a deal for you? <laughs> All it takes for you to get to live oh, you can heal me. No, I can't, I can't heal you. But. <laughs> Think of it like life insurance, where your pa- family gets a payout when you die, and they don't see your body <laughs> at the funeral, and that's an yeah. Um Because there was one time I I ran something where there was like a pharmacy, like a pharmacy for stuff like that, where it was potions, but they were all like basically super watered down, but like five gold pieces for a health potion that just heals you one point of damage. <laughs> um, so like. Could you, but would that be a good thing though? Giving like it being, having it just trying to be more accessible to the people, even if you have to do it, like the government makes you do a license, the government taxes you on everything you make and you technically sell. So you couldn't just give it away. Would it be possible to just like, would it be, would it be problematic if you try to make it more accessible, but still in a world of capitalist design? That's what I'm trying I don't to think, think of. it would be problematic. I think that I think that if you had to register to practice, mm-hmm. then it negates the ability to give away free healthcare. But for it to be accessible to all of the peasantry, it needs to be free. Yes. So you'd you'd have to do the illegal. So it would like any amount of registering would probably force an illegal trade of health. Yeah. Because the, the, the barrier to entry is so high. Yeah. Is that the term I'm looking for? Like, so if it any costs, amount of money is too much, yeah. any amount of money for any of the like really rural peasantry is mm-hmm. too much. Mm. That's a good point though. Cause like, I think a peasant's like day to day cost is like a copper or two. And yeah. then like, aristocratal is like straight up a gold and that's literally a hundred times more expensive yeah because if you if you if you don't live in a city like immediately if you live in a homestead far away or like a tiny village you just have access to like such a smaller percent of resources in general yeah let alone you don't even have all of the herbs and tinctures and stuff yeah or the knowledge too either mm. like you might have some handed down of stuff that is locally mm-hmm. you know i think a lot of this might rely on traveling and trade like sharing of stuff but are you going to get that in a small little mm. a small little hamlet or only in the bigger villages and cities cuz if if there was someone traveling from an, a completely other region with the intention to trade and find stuff, maybe you only go to the big places anyway. So all the little places are going to miss out regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, this goes back a little bit, but I just want to bring up something someone has sent me. If they want their name attached to it, I'm going to let them 
claim this in chat. Um, but okay. What if there was a service for parents to fake their deaths, to provoke their children to avenge their tragic backstory and become an adventurer, and then the parents reveal themselves later in order to get money when their child is rich from adventuring? Wow, that's a gamble, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy crap. Sounds like they could use some time at the farm to lay low. <laughs> Okay. Some kind of like, uh, like investment thing, like maybe whoever they're giving up their child to gives them a little down payment sort of thing. Like you're selling. What is the benefit for the not par- for the other party though? Not the parent, the person you're is is the benefit like? Uh, is it just a deal? Like they would maybe have that that adventure under their wing. And getting also getting a cut from their adventuring. Because I was thinking, like, what if it's a deal where it's like that? Maybe it's not a service, but it's a deal with your, um, with your with your mom and dad. So there's the parent. Yeah, you make a deal with the parent, like so the grandparent of the child, where it's mm-hmm. like, hi, I'm the parent. I'm going to fake my death so that you take care of them. But when, in the end, when they become adventurer, we'll both get a good cut. Or maybe it's an aunt and uncle kind of thing. So you're making a deal with your with your family where it's like, I'm going to fake my death so that in the future, uh, it's like what a family if you deal. just say their parent died, but you're actually there? Like you go, I'm your sister. Oh, and- <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Never stop. Oh, no. I, I've, heard, I've heard these weird stories or these interesting stories where it's like, it, it comes from awful places where it's like a kid of like twelve or eleven, yeah, gives birth to a somewhat to a child, mm. and then what's technically the grandparent, which is just the kid's mom, takes care of it. Yeah, but eleven yeah. years isn't that big of an age gap, so it's just like this is my sister. Yeah, and years later, you're like that was my mom. Yeah, um, I've heard those two. Not good circumstances, but no. But forcing that in this case where it's like, no, no, I'm your sister. I take, I'm taking care of you because mom died. Mm. Uh, but you're not. Oof. Oof. And you could do that with Oof. like elves because elves mature pretty early too. Like an elf could do that pretty easily because they live yeah. forever. So your sister could be a hundred years older than you. You and could be kill your husband <laughs> and say it was someone else to get your child to want to avenge <laughs> their father. Wow, okay. And that's really getting I, into I, it. See, it's win-win-win. Win-win-win-win-win-win. Is how I see that. I guess, yeah, that's a little more reasonable. Yeah, everyone wins. It's great. That'd be yeah. such a good thing. Like, imagine a player, Everybody though. Everybody wins. How would you give that to the player? Like, that story arc where the story, the, the character, the player comes to you and is like, hey, for my backstory, I come from this a village. It was really troubling because my mom, you know, my dad died widow. when I was young. <laughs> and had a lot of legs for some reason. Uh, <laughs> my mom had to raise me alone because dad died and I, I wanted to become an adventurer to, to help support her because, you know, and then how do you drop that on the player where it's like, no, 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 your mom killed your dad because she wanted you to be an adventurer. That's such a, also, like your if, backstory just is not what you think it is. And it's so harsh and just like, mom, <laughs> you what? Just table I want to like, use that. Adventuring oh, business then. I want so to use that. Heavy. I wanted to like, be a doctor. I will use that one day. <laughs> I just wanted to be a farmer. And you know, you're like, no, you have to grow up to be a lawyer that also slays dragons. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to be somebody that because, went to university. Yeah, because dragons killed our, my father <laughs> and left Gosh. us with nothing. That's <laughs> such a... Where's the gold, mom? <laughs> That's such a heavy, freaking handed, just drop, personal lore drop. Oh man, that's so good. <laughs> oh. Or like doing the same thing just to invest a child in like worshiping a god, just so the child might be chosen as a cleric. When you or, said dragon slaying lawyer character, I just immediately immediately think um, Lionel Hutz from The Simpsons. <laughs> Just incompetent <laughs> lawyer, <laughs> accidentally <laughs> slaying dragons. <laughs> Whoopsie! <laughs> oh man, 
I love oh, that though. No dragon? Yes. Slay. Mm. I think that would be I oh, love no. it'd be so good to drop that on somebody. Do it. I kind of almost and did then once. Give what them if... access to free underground healthcare for their mental damage. Okay. I've I've come across a lot of players <laughs> who run to the farm. <laughs> um their motivation for adventuring is that they're looking for a long lost sibling. Right? Yeah. So what if they look for this long lost sibling, they have mum at home, they're an adventurer because dad was slain. Turns out mum killed dad. Mm-hmm. Turns out you have more than one other sibling. They're all adventurers and you meet them all. Also, <laughs> yes. oh, she's been pumping out these adventurers that they don't know they're related. The mortality rate of of commoners and adventurers is so high. Would you not be like hedging your bets? It's like you just don't know if this is going to work, so you just keep doing it because yes. oh, I have no. a new angle for my Black Widow character. <laughs> that it's her kids. <laughs> yeah, they have different dads, but they're like, um, they're all on the same journey. <sighs> Mom, why does why does that painting look very similar to me and also move like it has a soul? Don't ask questions, honey. <laughs> Here, go go and look at these prompts. Oh, I don't have any questions anymore. Yes, yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah, no. when they come back and ask too many questions, it's off to the farm. Your dad's mm-hmm. not actually dead. He's on the farm. And then send them there. <laughs> Go see dad. Go to dad. I, I, almost, I almost accidentally did that to a character, too. Like Not not accidentally, but that it was like, it was the accidentally opposite. Accidentally on purpose? He thought that dad was dead because yeah. he was like a bandit and mom killed him or something like that when she found out. But it was what he wasn't. So it was like, and he was like, you know, trying to search for the, you know, the people, the bandit, or I can't remember what he was searching for exactly, but it's just like mm. everything you've been searching for is based on a lie. Mm. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Cause you could also do go. like, um, still kill the husband, but say like, um, he, he was an adventurer. It's in your blood. I I stopped hearing from him, but you should become an adventurer and see what you can find out. And they're never going to find anything, except maybe like oh. seven other people who are also looking for their father, <laughs> who have pictures of their mother that look exactly the same as yours, and and have exactly the same backstory. And it's like, hmm, this is a bit weird. <laughs> which I'm, would it, I'm feeling like maybe we should go ask some questions. Which I think would explain yeah. a lot if you like if you took this out into the meta the number of players that have this similar backstory. <laughs> That's good. Mm. Oh, man, because all it would take is, oh, no, like an elf could just put on a hat of disguise, look like a human, live a human's life. So it's like, oh, I'm just trying yeah. to the logistics of it. So you're taking it We're to so- another level. And then oh. she's having children with humans so that the children look more human when they come out so that the questions aren't asked of, you know, why is mom lived in this town for 400 years? Mm. And every 20 years she sends out a kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So all our kids are half elves. And, and they don't know it. And they don't know it. <laughs> like, I just don't need a lot of sleep. Oh, no, wait. Do half elves do trance or is that just elves? Yeah. Oh, don't quote me on that, actually. Shoot. It's like, yeah, I don't sleep as well as I should, Doctor. <laughs> but I'm never sleep tired. At all. <laughs> when you was just the last time you there? slept? Uh, I don't remember. What do you mean you don't remember? What do you mean you don't remember? Okay, I think half elves do sleep. Um, they don't have a trance. Yeah, because I was going to say if they did have a trance, it's like, we're going to do a sleep study. Okay. <laughs> Why are you still staring at me? I'm sleeping. No, you're not. (laughs) If two half elves have a child, is there a chance that it will be like a full elf? (laughs) I think statistically no, but. 
like there's a, a, one a tiefling and a tiefling have a baby, and Asmodeus came out. <laughs> <laughs> I know it doesn't like that one. Oh, the dreams, though. Four half elves have to sleep together to get a full elf. <laughs> You've done something magically, physically impossible with magic to get that involved. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense, I'm sure, somehow. <laughs> yeah, we'll say that, like, but then, like, the healthcare of not just curing diseases and uh, it's more the preventative healthcare, then. Oh, man. Yeah, like, just not getting sick. Because, like, an elf, I mean, elves are, like, in certain, like, I think elves in like Tolkien's elves they just don't get sick so I think my brain has always been like has been mostly thinking humans but I didn't even think about like other races and the technology or healthcare that they might have because they kind of have sort of different societies certainly preventative healthcare would possibly just come around by accident Mm. So, like, how we got the vaccine for smallpox was by learning that peop- that milkmaids couldn't get it because of their exposure oh. to cowpox. So yeah. we would probably still have things like that occurring mm. just purely by happenstance Yeah, that would actually benefit the lower classes and humans more. Mm. So that kind of stuff maybe would be a bit more advanced than other healthcare. And with like, um, there are classes that, you know, work with some technology making. Oh, classes, yeah. So maybe they, they can't just be making weapons and stuff like surely they're making things to make life easier for people, even if it's not just for people around them, that they, out of the goodness of their heart, maybe people that they know. Like if, um, well, I've forgotten the word for it. Fake limb stuff. Why can't I remember the word for that? Hmm? Prosthetic. Oh. Yes. yes, that's the word. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> Phantom limb. Phantom limb <laughs> yes, that's the word. Like, you know, would there be that? Surely there's that stuff. But also, I guess it's still, it's not free. Well, like, or, you can have cheap. a war forged. Mm. Surely you can have a, a prosthetic limb. Mm. Yeah. So, so this will be a future topic. But um, That's true, yeah. I do have like this whole thing I want to talk about, which is like uh, your life after death, not even after death, just like ensuring you live on, like that there's so many options. <laughs> there are so many options. Yeah. So maybe, mm. yeah. but not really for commoners. No, not unless they go to the farm. No, yes. It sounds like the farm's their only option. It it really does. It it it's going to be so easy for them to get followers to but go then, there. But then there are asylums. So, like, are people paying? So if no, but that one. Sorry, I'm just things are going in my head, and I should verbalize them. So in in Curse of Strad, there's the Abbey, which. Mm-hmm. you kind of think is a asylum, um, a mental asylum, but that's an abbey. So I guess it's all, is it all, we're back again to it's all linked to um, religions and even places in, of worship providing this. Even in early real-world asylums, they were often um, conducted by the church Mm. Like the mm. um, workers there were often nuns and they were often um, church-based facilities. Yeah. And they were expensive. So I think mm. they were expensive? Oh, they okay. were very expensive. You couldn't just go there if if you were poor. So it sounds like they have to rely on home remedies 
that they know or are passed on or their community or possibly places of worship that do offer some level of care, but it's probably very low. Yeah, it's possibly very low care, like low-level care. Yeah. You're not going to get a greater restoration from them because you got in a bar fight. Um, yeah. <laughs> if your wound <laughs> becomes infected, I think you're just done, uh, yep. unfortunately. But maybe they could sew you up. They maybe just didn't yeah. know to sterilize the needle. I don't know. <laughs> it just sounds pretty grim. Yeah, because I think it does just sound very grim. A lot of them will just, uh, yeah, just resign to themselves to the fates of magic is the only solution, and since we can't have it, we don't have a solution. Do you think this would That's change the way you play in D anD D? That if you if you were a healing class and came across a village, would you just hand out some healing, stay there for a week? <laughs> I, th- I think it's like, yeah, yeah, like as a DM especially too, I would just like, if someone learned that someone was a cleric, it would be like everyone's attention would just like shift entirely where it's like, yeah, this person can just do it. Maybe we can just ask them to help us for free and like and have give this them like that role choice. play stuff. Yeah. Because I'm always looking would, for more role play stuff too. Like That would be really interesting. It's always the thing that, you know, when you go into a town, it's always like, oh, how exciting there's a bard in town or, oh, look, adventurous. But it's yeah. never, oh, my God, oh, this person man. can heal us. Oh, yeah. that would be so real, like so like surreal where it's like a bard is at a show, is at a tavern in a smaller town, and they, they're, they're an entertainer, entertainer too. So they're utilizing that whole play a show, sleep there for free. And so it's just like in the middle of the night, you hear a knock on your door and it's just like, hi. And it's just this old guy who's got a limp. He has this kid that's like got like some pretty bad like injuries. And he's like, I heard you're a druid, a, a, a bard. And the, the thing about bards too, is that they have to choose their spells when they learn it. Mm, yeah. This person coming up to them and saying, do you, do you know a healing spell? And would you be willing to cast it? Yeah. And like that feeling like a like I'm a pretty like, empathetic oh, you know just yeah. that feeling of like i didn't choose that spell like yeah. i actually can't i chose to not be able to help you almost because in the cold game of, i played on the weekend uh, um we had a druid and a bard and neither of them picked their healing spells the druid didn't have their healing that day and then bars just can't choose it until next level yeah yeah and then giving them so the choice of like I really like that. You should definitely use that. And the the idea that, like, you come across a small village and there are a lot of people who are unwell, they find out you can heal. It's like you can choose. You only have a limited number of spell slots. You still have to choose who you're going to heal. You have to choose who you're going to heal or you have to stay here for a week to help everybody. Yeah. What do you do? What are you going to do? Oh, God. It's awful. Like in, in my head, These... I'm like, well, how how urgent is the, yeah. the quest you're on? Because uh-huh. you have to think about like if if it's time sensitive, you can't stay for the week. You have Who do, to do you the choose? Healing. If you have five spell slots and it's a village of like what? No, no, eighty people, but... hundred people, yeah. and how do you decide? The worst in the youngest. Mm-hmm. I think I would do the younger one, yeah. But then you got to make that decision in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. I think so. That there's a point where the the village elders are going to be like, "I've had my time. I've worked my fields. Mm-hmm. This child has fallen out of a tree last week and has a broken leg. They're in mm-hmm. pain, but." They're they're nine. Or do you have the burgomaster and some nobles who say, if you heal us, I will make it worth your while. Fuck the bourgeoisie, help the peasantry. But then outside (laughs) there's some kids and stuff. (laughs) It depends on the character, doesn't it? It does. Mm. 
That's so I'm good. I'm suddenly very glad that I've never played a cleric. And <laughs> <laughs> never had to make any hard choices on who lives or who dies. And what if what if you become a reluctant uh, almost cult leader? <laughs> Because people start following you, they're like, "Oh, okay. I know you can only you can only heal five people today, and you're traveling, but we'll just follow you." Oh man, <laughs> I would hate that conversation. Sorry, that's what you said. Where it's like, if like someone who's well educated, where it's just like, "I know you only can do this a couple times a day. Do you still have a spare?" And it's like, oh, I don't know why that hits harder to me too, though. Ugh. like the awareness if yeah. they're fully aware that you might not be able to help them regardless yeah. of your choices mm-hmm. uh, that's what hurts for me where it's like they're 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 literally taking a chance on you to yeah. like ugh. but then yeah like what if people started abusing that where it's like oh mm-hmm. this person just does it let's follow them around try to get uh-huh. out of them abuse yeah. you ugh. where are you going next we can we got a horse we we're just gonna yeah come we can along. keep up it's fine yeah you'll pro- I, you'll protect us your adventures you'll be fine yeah oh. gee if you've got a hundred people following you around they can't be that sick <laughs> well yeah, I mean that's a good point I guess... but what if they want to follow and like worship the same god as you but they're just in the way and you're on a quest and you're like our next stop is a cave like y- you do not want to come with us. <laughs> Well, but it could also be like, what is... and sing your praises. I know you're traveling, but where's the next... What other town are you heading to? And they're just there the next... They go They go to... They go to Valaki, and they wait for you there. Because they know yes. you're coming. Someone you didn't choose. Maybe they don't ask... Maybe they don't tell you or ask you. They just do it, and they're there. I'd honestly be really creeped out. It yeah. starts getting like... It starts getting just, yeah... Uh, weird bad at that point well, is like... this is this a situation then where people start especially if if they have very little knowledge of anything except that you're able to heal right like how the mm-hmm. big wide world works and they would know all the neighboring towns they know they they kind of know where you're going to be have to be heading regardless of whatever they just go go around and spread the word they go these people can heal and they're coming around and then if you go to any town in this area people immediately know who you are and approach you you don't have the anonymity anymore yeah and what if um someone follows you to for revenge because you chose not to heal them their family member yeah what if it turns what if the tables turn consequences Consequences. i feel like eventually it would get to a point where there'd be this whole crowd and eventually you'd be like look i can't heal any of you Mm -hmm. because i have used all my healing spells on my party Mm -hmm. fulfilling our quest and our adventurely duties level up and swap out your healing spells (laughs) and just go i can't (laughs) do it anymore i'm not gonna deal with this i'm just gonna say no there's some, some big uh, conundrums that you can pose to people. Yeah, this, seriously. It's a rough one. Yeah. Yeah. That's oof, for sure. <laughs> Freak. I think it'd be easy just to start a cult. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Let's then, be honest then, here. Then to deal with that. <laughs> And it wouldn't even be easier to start a cult of healing because you've got so many, like, so few slots. Well, make them really work for it. Well, then you'd be taking it. It depends on the person. But I guess you could take advantage of it. Well, you're a cult leader. You have to take advantage of it. (laughs) Yeah, it's part of the the paycheck. Yeah. I think think if you knew it was going to get that messy, you would just take the gold from the the nobles and the burgomaster and skip town <laughs> oh yeah well tell them uh, you're going to one town and go to a different one yeah there yes. we go stay in yeah. the cave stay in the cave don't go in the cave find find the group of goblins and say hey we're not going to kill you can you do something for us real quick <laughs> yeah hope that you are really good at disguise mm-hmm. self or something 
come out of the cave. I'm just a regular dude. <laughs> da, 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 da. Find the I werewolf. A <laughs> I'm hey werewolf. I need your help with something. Bite me. <laughs> Do it. Make me not me. It's just a little lycanthropy. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Uh, oh, freak. Or go bite everyone in that town, please. <laughs> oh, that'd oh, be asking gosh. for trouble. Well, because can they, do they have like a, because if you change form, what, don't you get, no, I'm, I think I'm confusing myself with a druid. Well, they don't call them that, they call them werewolves. Justin's looking it up. It's just it's just a polymorph or it's just a shape change. It's not like a form taking. So it doesn't um, heal you or give you extra anything. Yeah. What about this though? Like a legitimate form of problem solving. Like maybe not a werewolf. Werewolves are chaotic evil. So let's go wear bear. Mm. <laughs> um or wear raven. Instead of dealing with people's diseases just turn them all into were ravens where they have immunity to damage if it's not silvered you just can't hurt yourself then <laughs> like you're fine there's a cult yeah but do it without their without their permission do it without them knowing oh. just go around as a little raven just pecking at people while they're sleeping and then everyone's a were raven and everyone's immune to the, to the damage like get rid of all disease because everyone's a were raven and were ravens are you just neutral. walk into this you walk into this town and it's it's eerily silent except for the few like flutters of wings a lot of <laughs> feathers lying around you hear like on the chamber door scritch scritch scratch of little little claws as birds go along the rooftop Every Look every there. door you open is just a room full of ravens. <laughs> Where ravens like to collect shiny trinkets and precious baubles, they are fond of sharing their wealth with those in need. So you're, you're creating a society of, of helpful people <laughs> by just yeah, they making are them. Fans of sharing their wealth with those in need. Sounds yeah. like the underground health guild of <laughs> Where Ravens. Yes! <laughs> That's perfect because then their beak amend that in the uh curse of strad adventure the were ravens hey. and a, a raven um... a raven's beak mm. only does one po- point of piercing damage in raven form which means there's no risk of killing a, a commoner too unless they're already yes. injured well i mean uh, okay well like yeah it's like <laughs> oh shit <laughs> oh you're already dying it's fine Ooh, that was uh... really good as well to have yes. like the ravens going with like the whole plague doctor look for your yes. underground health network oh yes. so good it's like this is imagine just our costume if... it's like it's very much not <laughs> imagine if kenkus were a lycanthrope like 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 a like a <laughs> Uh, oh man That's, oh that- and then they also have regeneration 10 points of 10 hit points per six seconds that's nice a lot of health back every six yeah. seconds you are never dying like just, maybe a disease might take you out but we have just then- solved the health crisis in a dnd world i, think. I just realized i did this plot point at one point sorry i just realized i did this plot point at one point did you yeah it was a mad scientist who was like drugging people and making everyone part wear something to make a stronger civilization. But oh. it was he wasn't careful about which one it was. It was just wear everything. So it was like <laughs> people with like werewolf tendencies and people with wear rat tendencies everywhere suddenly. Like everyone was stronger, but everyone was just batshit crazy too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just uh, I've done this before. Can I mean, can if it was were ravens, much better. Can Kenkus be were ravens? Yes, no. but it's social appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> you look like us, but you aren't us. <laughs> I am. That's actually a great point, though, because then they turn into their hybrid form and they just don't look any different. And just everyone's just like, 
What's so special about you? <laughs> Isn't that what all Kangoo can do? I'm so confused. I, yeah, I've, I'm so down for the Were Raven Underground um, health organization that helps people just by turning them into Were Ravens. Oh, yeah. It's for the greater good. Everyone will benefit. Come, let my raven bite you. It will be. It'll also be better for for the environment because they have a smaller footprint on the planet. Like they, they, they could, yeah, they could be. They could turn into a little, <laughs> a little raven and not eat as much. Yeah. So if you if you ah oh, so if you lived in a place where food was scarce, everyone was really poor, health health issues were abundant. Mm-hmm. That is like a real solution. You could just fly away. Yeah. 50 feet. 50 feet of flying movement. That's faster than any human. Yeah. Traveling isn't an issue. Yes. Like, I mean, the biggest problem is your clothes don't work half the time because you got wings, but still. It's fine. Just just get some Aracook refreshing going on. Yeah. Uh, the nudist werewolf raven. Uh, very you could literally scary. break. You could. Oh, you could break your neck falling out a tree and not die, because as long as they haven't been hit with a spell or a silver weapon, they'll still regenerate even at zero. So you could like really mess yourself up and still be fine. That is so amazing. Why isn't everybody a were raven then? I want to be a raven. Yeah. Okay, we've solved it. Victory! <laughs> Sold! Interesting. Okay. This has been very good. Yeah. Some Thank very you. gracious ideas. Dustin's engrossed in something. I, I think he's what? gone down a. I'm wet just watching your face. Yeah, what, what rabbit hole have you gone down now? Oh, I was just reading the, ex the exact descriptions. Where ravens are lawful good, so if they give in to their raven form, they're just going to be good people. It's a cult again. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's just all, a cult. It's come full, and it's a good cult, right? Because they're just Yeah, but it's like forced upon it, you. It, yeah. It's forced, though. Even if you're a bad guy and you're Look, resistant, every full moon you turn into this nice raven that walks around doing good. Considering that it is very hard to have a cult that has any kind of goodness. I think this is pretty up there. Like, you can't have everything. Yeah, it's not really a cult, though. It's just a, dis just a disease, right? Yeah. We've done a pretty good job of making some less than awful, like, less than terrible cults. It's reversible, yeah. too, right? If you can remove curse or have a wish or something. <laughs> Technically. Um, I think it's really difficult if it sets in. <laughs> but possible. <laughs> As long as it's possible, is it really unethical? Yeah. Um, and you're saving them. Curse. I mean, the consent, the consent, lack of consent is definitely uh, an issue. Hmm. That's, yeah. Uh, remove curse can get rid of it too, which is like only a level three spell. So. Well, there you go. You're fine. Well, that's, which is free that's fine then. You can like talk to people beforehand and be like, hey, I can fix your your woes and worries, but I have to turn you into a were-raven. Would you rather if be you... a were-raven or a vampire? Oh, after this discussion, a were-raven. Yeah, were so is that just what you say to them after? There's almost like, no negative. You could have been a vampire, raven, but you're just a were-raven, and it's better. <laughs> what yeah, do you want but... from me? <laughs> uh, that'd be such a good line from a were-raven as Strahd attacking some townsfolks who are like werewolves or um, like that person. you could have been a were-raven but no <laughs> we're too uppity for you it would be so much better to be a were-raven yeah. I mean you could you could fly you can steal shiny things Yeah, <laughs> there's so many shiny fucking things everywhere it's shiny be a happy burb. You don't yeah. have to go around being a, a creepy vampire stalker and and eating people. Yeah. It's a much I better. I eat seed every day, baby. I got, I got nothing <laughs> on me. All right. Should we wrap it there? Sure. Uh.
yeah okay sorry about that and that was a <laughs> thank no, you okay. so much for having me thank you for for thank just you. all of this i've learned so much and this has been such a wonderful wonderful chat and i'm so happy it ended on wear ravens um i kind of want to be one now so and uh, oh, i think i love it when a podcast conversation just gets us thinking about how we can put all this new stuff into a campaign Mm -hmm. um and it's just it really is magical and wonderful to talk about this stuff with other people so thank you so much squid you're so welcome i look forward to seeing all of this cool stuff in your future campaign yes who can we torture with this uh who indeed everybody um, you can perceive more Antipode and Squid at twitch.tv slash Antipodean underscore Squid. And thank you for joining us today. If you've enjoyed what we've talked about and this episode, please follow us where you listen to your favourite podcasts. We'd also love if you could review us on iTunes and tell everybody that they should embrace the life of a were-raven. You can also find us at twitch.tv slash we didn't roll for this where we stream our recordings live and other tabletop RPG and world building content. Goodbye. Kaka. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.